This program is part of Full Service Radio, an internet radio station and podcast network with over 32 weekly shows broadcasting from the lobby of the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. All of our hosts are Washington, D.C. locals, covering stuff like music, arts, culture, identity, politics, and so much more. Visit fullserviceradio.org for all of our programming and enjoy the show. Full Service Radio is also proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit simplecast.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Direct Message on Full Service Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan in Washington, D.C. Direct Message is live weekly on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. And you can listen in anytime at fullserviceradio.org. Direct Message is a radio show by A Creative D.C. And I am Morgan West, your host and founder of the A Creative D.C. Project. This weekly podcast is a dedicated dive into the Creative DC hashtag feed, and it's time spent with the people and projects who populate this city digitally and in real life. You've seen us on IG and Twitter at Creative DC. We have nearly a million strong hashtag feed on, on social that's filled with amazing content and events, visuals, art, dance, food, which we're going to talk a lot about today, and more. Uh, most importantly, it is filled with perspective from the DC and the DMV. Uh, this is episode three of Direct Message. I'm here today in full service radio with Vina Sanonicone. Hi, Vina. Hi, how are you? So good. I'm so happy you're here. Um, a little bit of background. I feel like I have known Vina on the internet forever, <laughs> and you might feel that way too, because Vina is all over the internet and social media. She has been working at the intersection of food and lifestyle and marketing and social media. I would absolutely go as far to say she is a pioneer in that particular oh, piece yes. of the Venn diagram puzzle, certainly in the DMV, if not further beyond that. She holds the handles for Eat Good Food Group, which I will let her expand upon in just a few minutes. Um, but you can also follow her, her own visuals and journey and all of those things quips she's got so many late night quips which i love um she is on instagram and twitter at venusana that's v-i-n-a-s-a-n-a so vina we're here today to talk about the how the what and the why of your creative dc um we're going to focus on how you carved out a career in the new media frontier how you put your specific skill set to work for clients and friends um, and this is something I'm really excited to talk about, how you're democratizing that knowledge through workshops and kind of general consulting. So that's our, that's our agenda for today, that's Vina. A, that's an ambitious, that's <laughs> an ambitious agenda. <laughs> we're going to get to all of it. Um, well, Vina, we're so glad you're here. Um, let's jump right into it. There are so many facets to what you do. Um, you know, I think sometimes when you're in a creative career and somebody asks what you do, you're like, well, what well, can I do for you? Where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> How much time do you have? Exactly. So I think we're going to start with the job title. Got it. Um, let's work outwards from there. So you are the multimedia maven for Eat Good Food Group. So who are they? What do you do? What does this title mean? So I do, I'm essentially on a broad side. I am the creative person of the house. Um, we have Restaurant Eve, which is the flagship. Um, society fair we have px which is our speakeasy 
Hummingbird. We're opening a few places in D.C., which is super exciting. Yeah. Um, we have we have Kaliwa, which is a Asian restaurant, and then Potomac Distilling Company, which will be our rum distillery. And then it, it'll have a tiki bar upstairs called Tiki TNT. So there is a of lot going on. Will. That's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. And as of now, so you guys are opening some D.C. locations. But mm-hmm. as of now, you guys are in Virginia, primarily. In Virginia, in, in Alexandria, in Old Town Alexandria. Wonderful. And they're all within like blocks of each other. That's so nice. Yeah, convenient. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you're the creative person in the house. You, that means you have kind of a lot of touch points. So this means yeah. social, social and I know graphic design, graphic design, photography, you know, I'm the Jackie of all trades, whatever they need. <laughs> you know, if we're busy, I'll, I'll bar back for a couple of hours, you know, whatever, whatever they need. Yeah. The aunt Jackie of all trades. Aunt Jackie. That's I'm into me. That. Um, so, okay. So that's interesting. So if you had to say you have a typical day, so like what would a typical day look like? What kind of things are you doing? What are you creating? Um, a typical day, you know, I'll start at one restaurant, you know, generally work out of society fair or restaurant Eve. And I am notorious for all of my lists. So I write, (laughs) I, (laughs) I have a daily list in my planner where I write off everything that I need to do. I have a separate list as a spreadsheet that lives in on the onlines so then I can <laughs> visit, I can like check them off as well. Um, and then I'll have like small pop-up lists. But for me, like anything can happen from posting about what we have as a special that day to broader, like we have holidays coming up and, and it's sort of, if, if I'm not organized myself, then, then it's really hard to manage all of that. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, because you have, these are a lot of different voices you have to speak in. And yeah. these are a lot of different handles and channels to, to yeah. keep straight. Yeah. So lists and pop-up lists. Lists and pop-up lists. And, and all, of, all of the restaurants have a different voice and, and different puns and different ways that I'll hashtag for them. Um, so I've been doing it for six years now. And it's it's... It's almost second nature at this point, but yeah. it was a it was a real learning curve when I started. Wow! And yeah, six years. Okay, so how did you how did you guys find each other? Oh, um, the universe found us. So <laughs> I was wrapping up my BFA in graphic design at George Mason, and I get a Facebook message from someone I don't know, um, and she's a friend of a friend who's seen my just my photos of hanging out with people, and I tagged a, our mutual friend. So she emails me, messages me, and she's like, I've seen some of your food photos. I really like them. Uh, I work at this restaurant. We need a creative person. You know, reach out to this person. Send them your resume and, you know, anything that you've done. And, and you know, good luck. And, <laughs> and good luck to you. So there was no, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in full, like, senior designer crisis mode trying to design a book and 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 hand bind it because overachiever and (laughs) and then so i i emailed michelle armstrong the the owner and and i was like here's my information this is what i do this is one of my blogs you know love love to meet you if you need anything i'm i'm your gal and she reached out and i met her at society fair um, I had no idea what she wanted to be honest like i didn't know if she wanted freelance or or whatever and kind of we hit it off right away. And then I left and kind of walked away and thought, holy crap, I have a job now. I have a job <laughs> and a career. And I remember this very vividly because I was in Old Town. So it was a nice June day. And I walked to the water and sat on a bench next to a duck to, ch- to like process <laughs> because this duck hung out with me for like 10 minutes. Well, I'm like, oh, 
it was like a scene it was in, a spirit animal yeah, situation yeah. so that duck is is my friend now <laughs> um so it's, it's really hard when people ask, like, how did you get your start? I'm yeah. like, they found me. Like, they- It sounds like they really did. But, I, you know, I will say this, and this is, I, I also have a blogging background, so it is so interesting. So many people who I know who, you know, I don't even want to say, like, ended up here, but so sure. many people I know who, who did land, right, in this right. career, started kind of doing social media marketing or this kind of online way of thinking, have a have a blog background yeah. and truly they were creating content for themselves long before they exactly were creating that. it for anybody else i think i think especially since this our world is so new you know um six seven years ago there wasn't social media for restaurants there you know no. social media was becoming just a thing more than people snapping whatever snapping a photo of whatever it's become sort of like this is what you can do for yourself and for other people um with the purpose yeah um Oh, it is so interesting. And I have to say it. So it's very forward thinking of, of Eat Good Food Group. Do we call them EGFG? Yeah. Okay. EGFG. My Eat Good it's, family. Yeah. I love that. So it was very forward thinking of them to be like, hey, you know what? Yeah. From the get go, you know, because now a lot of small businesses have kind of, we've gotten to the we, point where people we, understand they have to outsource. And I think as social media people or as social media in, in today's culture and society, I myself, like if I'm going, if I'm traveling and I'm looking up restaurants, I will see what they've posted on their social media Mm -hmm. because their websites might not convey that. Um, And so I'll look to see like, oh, this is something that they've posted. This is a food dish. I want that. I will go there. Um, It's more, it's a deeper look into their day to day. Absolutely. Right. I think there's so much to be said, like for the immediacy of it, like of access and then ability to update. So kind of going back to what you're saying about your lists and your pop-up lists, right? Like you got to have a long game, but you do also need to be reactionary to right. what, what's being served in the kitchen that day. Right. And every little thing, you know, yeah. it, even, even in consequential, it's like, I need to tweet about, you know, when we're low, like if, if it's a little quiet that day, I might push out something like, oh, try this new cocktail, you know, yeah. like it's, it's crazy to see, like, I love when people go to the restaurants and tag us because then I can see like, oh, you've seen what I do. Yeah. It's not just me throwing something out into the ether. Um, <laughs> Which it does so often feel like that, it doesn't does, it? It does, it does. And, and <laughs> I, I love it. And, I think and everyone can when, to And that. if I'm at the restaurant and someone has posted from there, I will go out and find them <laughs> like a crazy stalker. And I'll be like, thank you so much for, for yes. tagging us. Do you like this? Or, you know, and, and Vina, that's called engagement. That's, that's true. That's <laughs> engagement in real life. It's good. Um, but I think a lot of people don't realize that what we do, you know, it's not just a nameless entity that that that's posting the things, you know, like there's yeah. a person behind it. And it's nice to have a face to that to that name it is absolutely and a title attached to it too and you know I think um I think that's what's so interesting so obviously you were very forward thinking and you you know really found a way to kind of capitalize these skills that you cultivated for yourself um your eat good family was you know very forward thinking and in, in realizing that like yeah. they really needed to bring someone on who could specialize um so I'm gonna ask a question that I think relates to tons of different creative careers but when you started off with this not even client, but your employer, when you entered in this relationship, did you guys have a clear idea of what this was going to look like? Or did you have to like evolve job description and all of that? Oh yeah. We had, I, I had no idea. Um, it was sort of a list of, you can do these things. 
we will start off with you know a project or two a day we need a flyer for here and then it's you know six years down the line it's involved in me managing a lot of different a lot of different hats you know like um and i think also that's one of the things as a social media or or content creator you you kind of have to toe the water Mm -hmm. to see like where what do you need and how do we grow and fill that need right right and so it's so I mean, it's just a pretty incredible thing that you're kind of able to fill a lot of that need from your own skill set. Uh, my, like, one of my favorite terms that I really don't say often enough is Swiss Army knife, sure. right? So, like, a Swiss Army knife in terms of yeah. skill set, in terms of, like, your, you know, that list of what you can <laughs> Today do. Today I'm a photographer. Tomorrow I'm your social media person. You <laughs> exactly. Know. Do you need a prep cook? I got you. I got you, boo. <laughs> Whatever. Prep cook. So good. It's happened. I, I mean, I'll do I it for it. fun, but, ooh, new mushrooms. Can I help clean them? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So you are you are truly embodying this sort of like Swiss Army creative lifestyle. Um, but I think there's a total blessing to it. And it is amazing to kind of be able to fill in. But, you know, is it do you feel like it's a necessity for anyone going into this? Is is it a blessing? Is it a curse ever? It, it's both. Yeah. Because if people know that you can do all of it, they expect you to do all of it, you know. Um, and, and coming from the graphic design world or the art world, you know, I'm your designer. If you need me as this hat, you will have to compensate me in, in that way. But for me, who's in-house, you know, like, I, I it's all an encompassing job. Um, so even if I don't know how to do something, I will try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Google is our friend. <laughs> our best friend. Best friend. Um, I don't know. It is, it is definitely both because then people expect it. And some marketing people are not good at social media and vice versa. Right. You know, like pitch writing for me is hard yeah but I've learned how um but it's not my second nature totally yeah so I love that I think the what I what I want to pull out from there is kind of I think that's just really good advice you know Mm -hmm. so if you are kind of if you're under if you're under contract and you know something falls outside of your scope I think a lot of times when you are the creative in the house it does kind of you know all eyes yeah yeah, all eyes kind of look to you to fill the need Um, And it's so interesting because I feel like so often people are put in a position where you can do one of two things. Like one, you can be like, yes, I'll figure it out. And sometimes that's the answer. And then I think sometimes the answer is to kind of advocate for, you know, my skill set is enough just as my own skill set. And to be strong or know when to say, I can't do this. It will be stronger if you reach out, you know, and I think I think especially people who are starting in the field want to say, I can do this. You need me to do this. I will do it. But eventually know their own skill set um, and either develop that or be or be firm and strong and being like, I don't feel comfortable about this. You will have a better a better result from someone else. Yeah. Or something else or, right. or will go in a different direction. It's win, win, win for everybody. Mm-hmm. When you're honest, be it honest. It, helps. <laughs> it, it <helps>. really does. <laughs> um, but to your point, so, you know, when you're first starting out, a lot of these things are not super clear and you know job descriptions evolve and skill sets evolve and grow stronger or maybe you realize like hey like guess what pitch writing isn't for me so we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna try to avoid that and bring somebody else in um so many people are just starting out in this field and you have so many years of this kind of behind you Mm -hmm. um i would imagine that you're getting kind of people want to pick your brain Sure. All the time. Um, and, you know, I think um, without sounding salty, I mean, I think it is. <laughs> I would love to know kind of what you have in place to kind of protect your time and guard your time and, you know, and your value 
you know, or are you or? It, it's odd because I want to help everybody. I think knowing what I know, why I teach workshops, why I do what I do, why I talk to everybody is I want to share the information that I have um, that might help someone else. Um, that being said, like even with with my time, my personal time, my phone is constantly going like notifications upon notifications and you could easily turn them off. But I like to be aware of what's happening at the restaurants. And I've gotten so much better at turning over my phone mm-hmm. or, or sort of preserving that time and being better at like, you don't need to check. You don't need to check everything. Um, and when people ask me, you know, I'm, I'm so happy to tell them what I know and to give them any advice or lead them in any way I can. But I'm also better at being like, I can't exactly help you in that way, mm-hmm. but I can push you towards the right direction. Um, which is great. They might not want you to do everything for them, but they're just opening that dialogue Yeah, and, and seeing what you know and, and, and sort of like what they know. And it, it's a conversation. It, uh, above everything, it's a conversation of two people um, just enthusiastic about what they do and what they can do. Yeah, I love that. That's such a generous way of looking at it. And it is, and it's also a very community-centric way of looking at it because, you know, I mean, I think it's, it's so interesting because I think oftentimes people in this industry, you find yourself in a hard position of, you know, having to quantify everything and having to quantify your time. And right. really it's right. just like, you know, if, if you're hoarding information yeah. <laughs> or you're hoarding, you know, kind of like resources, you know, that's not ultimately good for anyone in the end. So no. it is about striking a balance, yeah. I think. And, and I think also for me, um, it would be weird trying to keep things to myself. Like I want to share everything. I'll share if you're sitting next to me and your noodles look good or my noodles look good, I will give you some of my noodles. I don't care if we've not met. I don't care if you don't know my name. Try this and maybe you'll like it Try and you'll, you'll order it next time. Yes. Vina. The Vina-ness is so strong. I love it. <laughs> um, so I love that you mentioned your workshops and that's something we definitely want to talk a little bit more okay. about, um, including your personal projects in general. Um, but this feels like a really good little time for a, a station break. There huh? How yeah, about that? Let's do that? So guys, you've been listening to Direct Message. Uh, again, I'm your host, Morgan West. We've been chatting with multimedia superstar Venus Sanonicone. When we come back, we're going to talk more about what life outside her role with Eat Good Food Group looks like, how she's democratizing her new media pioneering in the DMV through workshops and consulting projects. Again, this is Direct Message on Full Service Radio. We will be right back. break music as well as the theme song both composed by flash frequency an adams morgan resident local 
Find his music at flashfrequency.bandcamp.com and tune into his show Leaf Broadcast on Full Service Radio Thursday evenings. We'll be right back with a direct message. Keep it locked. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, if you're just joining us, this is Direct Message with the Creative DC. We're here with Venus Sananacone. She has a Swiss army knife of a skill set. Uh, it all resol- revolves around visuals and online content creation. Before the break, we really got into the how and what of her role and her job title with Eat Good Food Group, what that looks like. And now I want to steer things towards Vina, towards your personal projects. You have a lot of them. (laughs) I do have a lot of them. Um, So let's start. You have your own content channels, which is an annoying way of saying that you have your own IG feed, your own Twitter (laughs) feed. Do I? What is that? You've got them. Yes. (laughs) Um, And you are prolific on there. And that is a compliment. Um, It's a document of your own life. Um, Again, we talked about past lives as bloggers um yes. you know i really i love to think of these these channels as kind of short form blogging and i feel yes. like that's kind of how you're using it too so i would i would love to hear what drives these these beautiful feeds of yours everyone should be following <laughs> again it's vina sana v-i-n-a-s-a-n-a um exactly that i i try to document my life um so one of the things that i had when i when i applied to the job i sent her I sent them a few of my blogs. I, I at one point had like twenty. Wow. <laughs> but I will say that they what? are all, you know, me being the list writer and the organized one. Mm. Um, I had one for a daily portrait. I had one for all of the food photos I take, and that way it's like that way I can organize my life on the internet. I love that. Um, I have one when I want to repost like cute dog videos. I have that too. Um, so my personal feed, my personal Instagram, and my Twitter are basically my life and and you know that's why you see me at two o'clock in the morning making ice cream with louis prima playing in the background because it's a banana <laughs> song and you're making banana ice cream and guys uh spoiler alert if you're if you're not following vina and you start to follow her she made me ice cream <laughs> <laughs> she brought ice cream to full service radio I, did. I think you're the first one to do that you get an award yes uh, uh, but I it's beautiful i mean i'm scrolling through and i'm looking right now and it's a cute little little one eating pizza and somebody's new baby and you know a beautiful overhead shot of like a flat lay donut and coffee and so i think you're just you're documenting your life so beautifully it's it's got to be so nice for you to look back on that does your family follow along as well are they uh, are they Uh, social media users my parents are more active on facebook than i am (laughs) okay you know if i tag them (laughs) all the likes all the likes me not so much but my parents (laughs) god i don't know when my parents became so cute i love that um my own cousin unfollowed me because he couldn't handle he's like you made me hungry all the time <laughs> rude i would yeah. look at my sad it's office sandwich and i'm like sorry yeah sorry sorry um, i made i made noodles <laughs> and and yeah and twitter is where i go to say crazy thoughts and 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 sort of just put that out there and have someone be like it's okay if you want to drink tap water while you fill your humidifier with nicer water than you're drinking sure sure (laughs) let's let's document this for the record (laughs) yes so i can remember later like it's okay i love that but i will say i mean this is this is so interesting to me because as i sometimes wish i had like a secret twitter feed where i could be i could just don't you or we won't tell people about it no, I think I really need to start one. Yeah, I need a I need a place where I can just repost puppy photos and it like yes. won't affect my career in the end. 
But I love that you talk about kind of compartmentalizing your internet things. And so I just think this is a very good, this is a, this is solid advice because I think a lot of people, again, who are just starting out, they're kind of, they're trying to use every channel as a catch all for everything. Sure. You really can kind of like divide and conquer and different parts of you can live in different places on yeah. the internet. Yeah. I mean, you could do. And, and, and I think it's totally okay to blend them as well. Like I have my Twitter and I have my Instagram. Um, there are some people that, that are so focused on being that presence, on being mm-hmm. a social media presence that I actually think their social media suffers because of it. Because then I don't get an idea of authenticity if you are only posting for other people. Right. You need to post for yourself. Because then, you know, it's about you. It's, it's, I want to know who you are, not just what you think I want to know. That's solid, Vina. That's super solid. So you've... <laughs> It is. And you guys, sincerely, please follow her along, follow along with her because it really, truly is. Um, it is a very, it's a very authentic experience and it's great. And there's a lot of humor and levity to it. Um, you've done such a good job of establish, establishing your unique perspective on these. Um, and frankly, they're a great showcase for your talent. Um, you also use these feeds to promote your projects. And that includes your workshop series, which I love. Yeah. And I want to know everything about it. So tell us, what kind of workshops are you teaching? Who's coming? Where are you teaching them? When did you start? <laughs> I've been teaching for about two years now at the Lemon Collective, um, which is a great space for creative people. Um, it is. It's wonderful. And they On Georgia Avenue. Georgia Avenue, right, right near Howard. Um, and it used to be a deli. So for the longest time, if you would punch it into your GPS, it would say lemon deli, um, which made <laughs> Delicious. me happy. Yeah. yeah, that's what I tell people. I'm like, this is where the kitchen used to be <laughs> immediately within the first five minutes of this workshop. Um, and I'm teaching it started with me teaching a, a plate painting class. So a watercolor tableware workshop where I would talk about this paint, this paint and this plate, but on the grand scheme of like entertaining mm. and food and how food as a dialogue brings people together. Um, and then I, you know, half a year later started teaching food styling and photography, the thing, you know, that I can talk all day about. Yeah. Um, and that, that to me, it, every month is a different theme. So we did a cheese board theme. I did coffee recently. Um, I bet that was popular. It was popular. It was yeah. fun. Um, you know, and I feed people. It's <laughs> teaching these workshops is an excuse for me to throw a mini tea party. It's perfect. It got to the point where I was baking cookies at 3 a.m. Not even for to photograph, like for my guests to eat. <laughs> you know, if they email me like, I'm so excited about coming to your workshop, I would go into restaurant mode and be like, do you have any dietary restrictions or allergies? What do you need? What do you need? How, what do you prefer? How can I hospitality what this even more? What kind of cookie or tea do you like? I love that. <laughs> oh, it's so charming. So you've done you've done tableware, you've done food styling and photography. Yeah. Um, so are you are you teaching like technical aspects of photography? Both. Okay. Both. And and for both iPhone and 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 camera photography because I think they're you know I love my camera heavy heavy to and cumbersome sometimes totally. um, and. I think there's a, a stigma of like, if I don't have a big or a fancy camera, my work will not be good. I need that to achieve this. And I could not disagree with you like anymore because I think if you can't take a good photo in like a two inch square on Instagram, like you, you need to, dog, you need to, <laughs> you need to, you, you need to learn the basics of, of composition and, and know, train your eye for light. 
and, and, and that kind of thing before you add all of these bells and whistles. Yeah. Oh, that's such good advice. And I love that. You're like, if you can't take a two inch square photo, yeah. there's no hope for you. I'd rather see an excellent phone photo than a mediocre, you know, fancy photo. Absolutely. All right. Well, if you say it, I believe it, Vina. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> um, but I think that's really cool. So your workshops really, so it's like a little bit of technical stuff. It's a, it's a lot of stuff you can apply to use for work or it, yeah. it kind of, you kind of, it, it's like a lifestyle situation right it's a little bit of everything well and and also i have no idea who who's coming in the class until i meet them so one one workshop by happenstance all of them were photographers wow um and professional photographers at that that, who wanted to learn a different kind of photography um and then and then the you know recent classes are very like well how do i take a photo of this with the light you know Mm -hmm. and sort of like the building blocks of photography so it's so interesting to me and and then some people are like how do I arrange the scarf next to these cookies where the scarf is there, but it doesn't look weird. You know, there's so many different aspects, which is at this point, like a survival skill. Yeah. Like we all (laughs) pick it up. I shake it and I lay it down so gently. Sounds, it sounds so good. (laughs) Sounds visually great. (laughs) I love that. But so these are things people can come and apply to their work, apply to their life, um, whether they're documenting, you know, their life as a diary or whether they, you know, need to take it to a client. Hoping to take it to a professional. Very cool. And you've got one coming up. Do you? I have a plate painting one. Okay. I have not set my my next food styling one yet. Okay. Plate painting. And that is the 28th? The 28th. Sunday the 28th. At Lemon Collective. At the Lemon Collective. Which you need to learn more about them too. They're amazing ladies. They are amazing. And it's so neat. They've come up a couple times. uh, Or this is the second time they've come up on the history of direct message. (laughs) Um, So I hope that if, you know, if you guys are not familiar with them, please check them out. The Lemon Collective. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. That's great. (laughs) That's so great. Okay. So you've got workshops coming up. You're teaching workshops. Um, this is something I want to start doing a little bit more on this podcast, but I want to ask you about your friends because again, I follow along on your channels. You're documenting your life. You're running with a great little crowd. Um, that's how we met. I know you and I met in real life. Um, when we went to now a mutual friends pop up Amparo. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about where we met and then (laughs) talk about what kind of stuff you work on with your buddies. So friend Christian, um, who actually used to work at Eve along like years before I was there, um, wants to open a little restaurant named after his mom, you know, regional Mexican cuisine. And and he asked me, would you mind helping with photos that day? And of course, me being a his friend, B me I'm like do you need a logo do you need a menu design can I do it like I didn't even wait I just did it um and then I did the table design and then I took photos so you popped up and I was like I know her (laughs) like Santa and elf you know the internet became IRL yes um and so he's opening a new place in Mount Pleasant. And I'm so excited because his food is delicious. It was really delicious. And, and the food community, the restaurant community in, in our area is so tight-knit. You know, I walk into here and I know two people that I've worked with. You know, I know people just just knowing them. And, and I think what I love about who we are as a, as a city is that we're so enthusiastic about each other. Oh, I love that. You know, yeah. like there's there's almost no competition because we're, we're so so excited to like share each other's work and it's like even if we're doing the same thing go look at that person like go have their noodles <laughs> it is noodles it is, is such a, a lovely today for us. yeah noodles 
<laughs> noodles period noodles. that's that's the theme for today yes. um but yeah gosh i love that we're so enthusiastic about each other that's such a strong and i think such a true sentence i love that you know i think i you often hear people say it's to the point where you almost feel like it's a little bit of a cliche but i mean truly in dc i mean i think that there is i think I a think community that exists here that competition and and hoarding things for yourself take too much energy Mm. I'd rather just be excited about someone else than, than to try to do it all myself. Yeah. You know? That's so great, Vina. Perfect. I'm going to embroider that into a napkin. If you can teach I mean, a workshop <laughs> or maybe a tea towel. Yeah. We'll do that. that should be a, we should do a workshop. There you go. Embroidering napkins. I love that. <laughs> okay. All right. So you run with amazing people. Um, you know, you're always, up, you're, always, you're always pitching in and doing something awesome. You, you're putting a lot out, speaking of energy. So you have a lot of energy kind of going out. So, you know, where do you go to kind of take things in? So what, what inspires you? What kind of gets you back to where you need to be if you're feeling like, I don't know, drained or kind of sure. like on E? Um, it's, it's funny because I'm around food all the time um, with chefs all day. And then I go home and I talk about food more. Um, but there are so many food photographers on, on, on Instagram, on everything, all the food shows on, on Netflix will, will sort of help you reset, at least for me. Mm. Um, and I'm also totally okay with watching PBS specials about Henry VIII. Oddly fascinated (laughs) with him, oddly fascinated. Um, but I think everybody needs to find something outside of their, of their bubble and, and sort of reset that way. You know, that's good advice. Could be bubble baths or, you know, Henry VIII. Yeah. Henry VIII. <laughs> Fascinating man. Fascinating man. Oh, that's, that's again, Vina solid. You're dropping gems over here. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. Um, okay. That's good. That's so wonderful. Yeah. I think, did we do it? Did we do this podcast? I think we did. Okay. I, I like already asked you, you had, you gave me such a strong sentence, but we have to end with how we end every show. <laughs> um, we ask each of our guests to elaborate on our tagline, which is your life looks good here. So what is one thing that people should know about your creative DC? So this can be a recommendation. This can be business advice. I'm already taking this general enthusiasm as a gem, but I am going to demand I mean, something I'm else from you. Elaborate on that. Get it, give it to me. So, I think if we're quoting Hamlet or clueless <laughs> to thine own self be true, like you be authentic to yourself. Uh, don't worry so much about the career. I know that's bad business advice, but like do what you love and the money will follow. You know, like just just do what do what makes you happy. I think that's the most important. A friend of mine, Libby, uh, Libby Burns, she quit her job, her design job to focus on illustration. And I'm so like her work is gorgeous, and I'm. It, you can tell the light that mm. that she, it brings to her, and and I think that's just so important. You know, if if I if I do anything, I just hope to brighten someone's day. I love that, Vina. Thank you. So I like good. The, I like the real life heart eyes that you are yeah. showing me right now, guys. You can't see it, but I'm maintaining <laughs> some like intense, a little bit intense eye contact right now. <laughs> All right. So, Vina, this has been great. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. Thank you for your enthusiasm. You. It's just so refreshing and Thank amazing. You. So um, I've I've probably warned people out with where they can follow you. But at Venusana. Um, and then you have this workshop coming up on the 28th. Where can people buy tickets for that? Uh, visit uh, wearethelemoncollective.com. They have a calendar on there. Amazing workshops, you know, macrame, 
terrariums, anything that you want. Anything um, you want to do. It's a nice, it's a nice way to spend a weekend afternoon, yeah. sort of make creating something. You know, so good. So you can go and you can create things with Vina. Maybe later we'll get our inspirational tea towel workshop up on that calendar. No, no, that's right. We're, it's gonna happen. <laughs> It'll happen. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you so much. Um, You all can expect direct message weekly. So we'll be back next week. You can catch us Wednesdays at 1 p.m. live on fullserviceradio.org. Anytime at fullserviceradio.org, we are archived. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at A Creative DC and online at acreativedc.com. The A Creative DC team includes Makita Solomon, Pammy Carroll, Damon King, and Y.O.U. This project would not exist without perspective outside of our own, and we are so grateful to be able to take these weekly dives into the A Creative DC hashtag feed. Big thanks to our partners at Full Service Radio. Follow along with them at fullserviceradio.org, at fullserviceradio on Instagram, and at fullserviceRDO on Twitter. Till next week, and by the way, I'm really excited. I'll be joined by the rest of the Creative DC team next week for a a very special episode. Um, I'm Morgan West. This has been Direct Message with Creative DC. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.